Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yo, welcome into the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so glad you clicked on it because I like when other people do stuff for the podcast, and this is no exception. Because of the episodes that we had previewing Madden and 2K, NBA 2K, I was like, well, maybe there's something there. Maybe we could do a little bit more when it comes to video game reviews because a lot of people who listen to House of L might like playing video games. So I reached out to James Naveau, and James does a lot of incredible work for NBC Chicago. He's been really incredible working on all of the COVID numbers. He also hosts the Madhouse podcast with Jay Zawoski and does an incredible job there. I did not know until we got into a conversation about Madden that he was a gamer. But Cowley already had taken care of doing a Madden pod for us. And I said, well, what else are you playing, man? Like, what else is what else is your thing? And he's like, well, do you think people would be interested in, in PGA? And do you think people would be interested in... In the Tony Hawk game? And I said, yeah, I think there would be a lot of interest in that. So he was like, cool. I'll sit down and do a review. So I'm going to let him review it. And then you can check it out for yourselves. Oh, by the way, if you've got ideas for reviews that should get done, House of L Podcast at gmail.com. We are brought to you by the fine folks over at Mazda of Orland Park. ZoomZoomNation.com You should go buy a car from them Like right now So I'm going to get out of James's way I'm going to let him do the heavy work If you were thinking about picking up PGA Tour 2021 And the new Tony Hawk game He's going to break it all down James, sir Let him know who you are Hello and good evening friends My name is James Naveau You may have heard me Talking about hockey with Jay Zawoski on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. You may have also heard me talking some baseball or some hockey with Lawrence Holmes on 670 The Score. Also do some digital content production over at NBCChicago.com. But today, instead of doing that stuff, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different here. I'm going to be reviewing video games. Not something that I've done a whole lot of in my life, but I do love playing video games. I'm sure you guys do as well. And I've got two really interesting sports games that we're going to be talking about today. The first one is actually PGA Tour 2K21. First new PGA Tour video game in several years. 
Uh, EA Sports used to have, obviously, Tiger Woods was the big franchise for them. Had some really incredible entries on that. And then the last entry in that series was Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour, which I still own and still play occasionally. But I do have to tell you, after playing the new PGA Tour 2K21, I am really loving some of the new features and some of the uh, improved features that that game has. So we're going to talk about that. And then later on in this podcast, we are also going to talk about the, I guess we can call it the new, although it's probably just the uh, refinished uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which I picked up over the Labor Day weekend. And honestly, I know it's not a book, so this uh, st- this phrase doesn't really have any meaning, but I really could not put it down. Super awesome video game. We will get to that second. First, though, we are going to t- excuse me. We are going to talk about PGA Tour 2K21, the brand new uh, video game with Justin Thomas on the cover. Features a lot of really good golfers, including uh, Tony Finau is in that game and plenty of others. Uh, I guess since we just mentioned the uh, other players that are in that game. Maybe start with something I didn't like, because there is plenty to like about it, but if you're uh, picking up that game, looking forward to using those types of players, I do have bad news for you. You can't tee up with them. You're not allowed to uh, play with those PGA Tour pros. You are only allowed to play with your created characters. And look, I get it. Like The whole idea of this video game series is that you basically go through the road to the PGA Tour, and then you move through your career, and uh, that is a fantastic game setup. We will get to that, but I do want to point out, in case you are wanting to play as those uh, PGA Tour pros that the game advertises, Bryson DeChambeau also in that game uh, pre-workout, I believe, so not quite as powerful and buff as he is now, but you still get Bryson DeChambeau in the game. You cannot play as those guys, unfortunately. You can only play against them. To me, I feel like that's a missed opportunity because I know that when people pick up sports video games, like, yeah, those it's kind of cool to create your own character. It's cool to be able to kind of go through the process of earning your stripe, so to speak. But every so often, don't you just want to sit there and kind of goof around and play with like a professional player? I mean, it would be like picking up the new Madden game. And instead of being able to play with a guy like Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes and to make people look silly with guys like that, You could only have yourself being the starting quarterback for the Ravens or the Chiefs. I think that that's kind of the same thing that you're dealing with here with this PGA video game. And it's something that I feel like is kind of a miss for that franchise, which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, what are you going to do? I do want to, though, I do want to focus mainly, however, on the things that I did like about the video game. And since we're already on the topic, I think we should already start with that career mode. I think that it is a lot of fun to do, and they do have some great tutorials in the game that kind of point you through learning the mechanics of how to swing, how to aim your shots, how to edit the spin that you can put on the ball, all of those things. As a golfer myself, like a lot of those things I was kind of looking for already, but the game does do a really good job, even if you're only very casually familiar with golf. I think that you'll get a lot out of it. I think the tutorials were really well done. They didn't really dumb anything down, so you're not going to sit there thinking that you're wasting your time. It's a very quick and very informative way to kind of get into the game, and it is fairly easy to level up pretty quickly. You do get through qualifying school, the Corn Ferry Tour, and into the PGA Tour relatively quickly. 
So what I would advise is if you are going to go through those types of things and you are going to play the career mode, you're going to want to try to kind of bump your difficulties up kind of quickly as you get through it, just as you get the hang of it, because it really will penalize you for bad shots and it'll reward you for good shots if you start to bump those things up. So that would definitely be a tip of mine for that career mode. I would definitely say you're going to want to do that. And then my favorite part of the game, man, my favorite part of the game is the course editing function, which I know has been a feature in several previous golf games. I had so much fun putting golf courses together with this game, and they just have the most ridiculous things and functions that you can do with this thing. I created a golf course. I deliberately tried to make the hardest golf course I could make. So I just added bunkers. I added literal pits of doom that were hundreds of feet deep and would swallow your ball up. I added in crash planes, random buildings, all sorts of things. Uh, that I added into these golf courses, and I'm going to eventually publish it. And when I do, uh, hopefully you guys will be able to see it because it is a work of just simply evil art. Like I have, like I said earlier, like the game does get a little bit easier as you keep playing it. You do kind of have to ratchet up the difficulties a little bit. Even with the difficulties kind of at lower levels, I was still struggling to break par on this course. So it is possible to really make a great course on there. It doesn't take as long as you would think that it does. So if you're really, if you're into world building and you're really into kind of like creating something fun and exciting, it's definitely something worth checking out. It's especially important because the course selection on the game isn't necessarily the greatest. I know previous iterations of PGA Tour games have had courses like St. Andrews, Augusta National, Pebble Beach, things like that. None of those courses are in this game. The, go- the courses that you're going to get are all of the uh, TPC courses. So you get like your TPC Scottsdale out in Arizona. Uh, you get your TPC San Antonio, TPC Deer Run, which is located only a couple hours west of Chicago. You do get those courses. Unfortunately, you don't get kind of some of the classics. So that is a little bit of a bummer, but the course editing function just makes up for it, man. I mean, you, I literally have a hole on the course that I have a floating water tower for no real reason other than I could and I was allowed to break physics and it was honestly a lot of fun to play those games. So I think that that definitely is probably the my favorite feature of the game even more so than the career mode was just the ability to kind of you know tool around and edit courses the online functionality is really good. The uh, You can join clubs and stuff like that. That is really fun. But I honestly, am, I'm a little bit more of a casual gamer. So oftentimes what happens for me is I'll go into those things and I just, you know, basically get the doors blown off. I get completely destroyed by the guys I'm playing. And you eventually do kind of get into the swing of things, all puns intended. I just I think that you definitely need to make sure that you've kind of got your ducks in a row before you uh, jump into that. And I do think the online functionality is good. So I would definitely give that some credit as well. There are a few other things I did want to point out about the game. I know we had already kind of talked earlier about the inability to play as PGA pros. You do get to play against them. And it is kind of cool. They have the function in the career mode where you do have rivalries against guys like Sergio Garcia, Tony Finau, and whoever else, and you get obviously bonuses, and you get all sorts of cool gear and all this stuff that you can win. 
the one thing I don't like, and they've had this in previous games, and it kind of annoyed me that they don't have it in this one, is that you can create female players in this game, but you cannot play against them. And LPGA pros have been featured in previous games, and it annoys me because there are so many good women's golfers in the game today, whether you're talking about your stars like your Michelle Wee West or Lexi Thompson or Brooke Henderson or anybody like that, those players could easily, obviously on a real golf course, kick the crap out of you and I. But and so the fact that they're not in the game and they are pretty, I think they're big stars on the sports landscape. It does kind of stink that as opposed to previous games, they are not in this one. I'm hoping that 2K Sports does kind of reverse course on that. And I do hope that they get added back into the game. So on the plus side, you have the career mode, which I do think is fun. The course designer is absolutely fantastic. Would definitely recommend tooling around on the online portions of the game too. The downsides are definitely course selection and the fact that you can't play as PGA pros. So those are kind of my uh, complaints, I guess, and my uh, kudos for the game. I would recommend it if you are into golf games. Definitely one of the best since the Tiger Woods series. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's ended in the mid-2010s. I think that you definitely will get your money's worth out of this game if you do go pick it up. So... That is my review of PGA Tour 2K21. Hey, it's Lawrence. I hate to bust in on James's review, but House of L does have to pay the bills. And we're excited about having a new sponsor to the podcast. Gentlemen, you know how much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. Think about what it feels like when you get out of the barber's chair and you got that fresh cut. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. No guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Two out of three guys experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time that they're 35. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left, right? That's the move. So you've heard me talk about it. If you're ready to try it, you're ready to prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash LWH to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash LWH. That's right. Keeps.com slash LWH. Use that. Use my code. And we will get keeps out to you expeditiously. Now I'm going to let James get back to his incredible reviews. And we are going to move now to a little bit of nostalgia. Because there's nothing in the world right now that kind of sells quite as well as nostalgia does. And if, that, if you're that type of person that you kind of want to relive a little bit of your childhood. You want to kind of go back to a simpler time. You definitely are going to want to pick up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which I did. And I do have to say that it was interesting how quickly you kind of pick things up from the original games. But 
it really is accessible because just like PGA Tour 2K21, there is a robust tutorial. And it's really great because it not only teaches you how to land your standard grab and grind tricks and your board flips and all of that, but it also helps you out in learning some of the little nuances of the game as well because there were things that they added on as later additions to the series, whether you're talking about manuals or all sorts of other like little subtle tricks, they do show you how to do all of that on those tutorials. And it's really a key because those those tricks were introduced in Tony Hawk 2. So if you only played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, you're not familiar with some of that. It was really great to have that tutorial at the beginning of the game that was able to kind of demonstrate how to do those things so it's a great not only a great refresher course if you have played the games previously but it's also a great introductory thing if you're just getting into it now so that is really awesome i do really enjoy that of course like the thing that everybody wanted to know coming into this is this going to be a better experience than tony hawk hd which basically was the remastered game, quote-unquote, that was an absolute disaster when they tried to release it. Is it going to be better than that? And is this going to be evocative of the original games? Am I going to recognize the levels? And the answer to that question is yes, with a question mark, because it's really funny. The layout of everything is exactly the same as it was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. All of the secret areas seem to be the same from what I've played through, and I have beaten Tony Hawk 1 and gotten all of the challenges. All of that stuff is still the same. The thing is, is everything is so much brighter and so much sharper now that it's almost kind of hard to recognize it at first. Like, a spe like the first level, for instance. Everybody remembers, like, Goldfinger coming on and dropping down that first ramp and going into the warehouse level. Kind of how dark everything was. Everything is brightly illuminated now. You know exactly where you're going. You know where everything is. It is all out in front of you. Obviously, the frames per second rate is double what it was in the original game. I mean, we are talking about PS1 versus PS4 here. So that was going to happen. So you end up remembering a lot of what you saw, like, initially. But it's just so much clearer and so much more. It's just gorgeous, man. It is so awesome to see those levels remastered. And it really is kind of like riding a bike, ironically enough. You just, you do go through this. And you see all of these things, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember those boxes were there. Oh, yeah, I remember this particular gap. You remember all of that, and it's so great to kind of have all of that flood back to you as you drop in on those first couple of levels on Tony Hawk 1. And they did an incredible job of remastering everything, and I really thought that that was something that I was a little bit concerned about. I wanted to make sure that it still kind of had that same feel, and it really did. The other thing I did worry about going into this game was whether or not it was going to be odd to control the tricks with the analog sticks. Because I don't know, everybody who played the original game remembers that the main way that you moved around your character and you did the various tricks, because you do have to hit the arrow buttons to make sure you throw, whether it's a, no, a wishbone or whatever, uh, Benihana, whatever trick that you want to pull, you had to hit those buttons. Doing it on analog sticks is a little bit different because you do have to obviously slot them in the proper direction. Uh, it's a little bit tricky to go northwest and southwest on the analog stick in order to hit those 
variance on the tricks, but if you do really need to nail a specific trick and you are more comfortable using the directional sticks to move around, you can still use the buttons, which I think is an awesome feature, and it's something that I was really hoping that they would continue to incorporate in this game, and they did. The sensitivity is, it takes a little bit of getting used to because when you move those sticks, you're going to move your character a lot. You really had to like press hard on the buttons in the original game to get the skater to go in the direction that you wanted. You don't have to do that anymore. They've really made that more sensitive, and it's really interesting to kind of try to honestly get the balance right to make sure you hit ramps in the right places and all that stuff. That is definitely something that I was concerned about going into the game, and it is honestly something that I thought that they did a really good job of. Uh, something uh, a little bit more subtle, I think, and something that probably only a complete and utter hopeless nerd like me probably would have noticed. Obviously, everybody knows that they basically brought back the entire soundtrack from both the first and second games. Your Power Man 5000, your Bad Religion, your Papa Roach, your public enemy are all still on the games but the cool thing now is that not only can you skip songs within the game but you can also you listen to the whole song so like in the original games you only got two minute clips of all of the songs now you do get to listen to the entire thing as you're going through your two minute runs and as you are playing your way through these story modes and i just thought that that was it's such like a nice, subtle addition to the game, and it's something that I really appreciated because, honestly, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, as it, I'm sure, did for a lot of other people, really introduced you to a lot of different styles of music, whether it was punk, ska, hip-hop, uh, rock, any of those types of genres. I A lot of my music listening in those days was shaped by these games, so to hear these songs and to be able to listen to the whole thing is just such a cool blast from the past and it really does kind of transport you back into that world of that game that you experienced back in the late 90s and early aughts when these games were coming out so really love the fact that they kept the soundtrack the same and they did those little additions to it also i did very much enjoy the skate park builder mode of course you know you just heard me talk for however long it was about how fantastic the golf course design feature was on pga tour uh, 2k21 it's the exact same one here it was one of my favorite parts of the original tony hawk games was to kind of create your own skate parks um obviously tons of different little uh wrinkles and variations that you can put into these parks and it was really cool to kind of be able to relive that especially with the remastered game like it was it was neat to have a lot of different uh subtleties and settings that you could do and everything just obviously looks so much brighter and cleaner it was really fun to kind of screw around and put stuff together on that uh the one thing i didn't get a lot of i didn't get into it as much was the online portion of it um it was interesting watching how good people are at a game that just got re-released um you literally you can end up sitting there watching your opponents like pull off these insane tricks you don't have to worry about hitting anybody collisions are not on so you don't end up running into people it was really interesting to see just how great other players were at this game. It kind of reveals a lot of your own inadequacies, honestly. So it's just, it's something that kind of makes you want to, I guess, practice more. It definitely makes you want to kind of come back for more. And I'm sure that's definitely part of it because like the game is so 
predicated on that throwback feel that there there obviously are new challenges and stuff, but I think that the game was very the, the purpose of the game was very simple. It was to recreate Tony Hawk one and two to give you basically the same game with a few new bells and whistles. And that's if that was what you wanted from the game, that is exactly what you ended up getting with it. I, and there were a few minor additions here and there, but I think that if you really want to get something beyond the original story mode of the game, the original challenges and whatnot, you'll definitely want to kind of get more into that online play. The one thing I will warn you about it's something that I had happen. I've got decent internet connection at my apartment, but if your connection is at all spotty, you can really run into some serious issues with lagging during tricks. Obviously, that's going to cause you to bail quite a bit. So just a uh, fair warning to my friends in the uh, Tony Hawk world. If that's something that you're going to be looking into, make sure your internet connection is pretty solid. Otherwise, you could be in for kind of a rough time. So with that, that is the review, my reviews of PGA Tour 2K21 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I really do recommend both of those games if you're looking for something to pick up heading into the fall. I know, obviously, there's a ton of other video games that are going to be coming out, new game systems coming out as well. But if you're in, especially if you're into the franchises previously, I think that these new iterations are definitely worth your time and worth checking out and i would highly recommend that you do so um, if you ever want to talk about any of these games with me you can uh, you can find me on twitter i'm just at james Naveau, n-e-v-e-a-u you can also again check out my work with jay zawaski on the madhouse chicago hockey podcast cover all things chicago blackhawks we've been doing it for five seasons we're going to be getting ready for our sixth season whenever the nhl decides that they want to get going again and of course you can check me out on nbcchicago.com i cover a ton of different stuff including playoff baseball with the cubs and white Sox and the chicago bears as they get their season going so plenty of places to find me you can always reach out to me via twitter via email all those different outlets it was absolutely fantastic talking about this with all of you guys Thanks again to Lawrence Holmes for allowing me the platform to do it, and I hope to do it again sometime. Once again, I'm James Naveau. Hope you guys have an awesome night. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.